Welcome to Inside Edition. This is the private part of the Epic Podcast where I share the learnings, successes, and everything that comes along with it. This is my journey, and thank you for coming along with me. What does it mean to evolve? For me, it's the means to overcoming challenges and circumstances that you don't change with existing knowledge, practices, and behavior. One needs to have the courage to dive into the uncomfortable, do things that you won't normally do, and it must align with your overall goal. Uh, you're probably wondering why I'm I'm rambling on about this is because, as some of you may know, I've turned my passion for podcasting into my full-time job. Right, I've started this small business, and my goal now is to prove. That this business model that I've been dreaming of, or at least came to me in a dream, is a successful and workable business model. You know, I've been in sales for over a decade, and there's been a set way that I've been doing things. I've been calling, I've been emailing, I, I I've been doing the usual song and dance and the pitches, but I'm getting very little response. Again, I've been doing it the way that I've. Always been doing it in my entire sales career, and it's just not working. Something needs to change. You know, I, I realized very quickly that right now it's not about me. It's the company. I have to look at it in the company's perspective. And what's lacking right now, very much like all startups, is credibility and a portfolio. That's what everybody asks you for, right? Hey, how long have you been in business? Uh, show me the customers that you've worked with, and also uh, the process, and 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 probably how you can work this through. That's that's about credibility. If you are a big brand, nobody's going to ask you that. They know you. So I need to work on credibility and a portfolio. The way I'm choosing to attack this is to create professional-looking content, to hold workshops, and attend more networking sessions. You may be asking me, okay, Edric, why are you choosing these three things: professional-looking content, holding workshops, and attending more networking sessions? Shouldn't you be looking at, um, you know, finding that new portfolio? Yeah, I would like to, but these need to be the first steps. And another thing is, you're probably asking, hey, you've been in sales and you've been in podcasting for a long time now. I just dug up the old podcast from 2016, 2017, um, and it's been there. And I've been in sales in a decade. Right, for a decade, shouldn't I already be comfortable with these things, right? Absolutely not. I'll, I'll be, I'll be honest to you. I'm so not comfortable with this. You know. So, first off, I never really wanted to be on camera, right? So, and let alone work one. Now I've got to do both. So I've got to get used to that, and get better. Secondly. I never thought that I'd be successful at podcasting, or even do I even have knowledge that is valuable out there for other people to use? I mean, why would anybody want to take lessons from me? Thirdly, um, networking is tiring, man, and I can get pretty lazy. And furthermore, I've amassed quite a good following, like four or five thousand connections on LinkedIn. It's not a lot, but shouldn't that be enough for me to? You know, comb for my business. Why should I keep networking, right? So after I look through these things, I realize this is where my evolution needs to begin. So 
as you know, you know, I began filming myself through podcasts to get more comfortable in front of camera, learning how to edit, blah, blah, blah. The initial videos were really terrible, right? Uh, potato cameras and all that. But now I'm challenging myself even more by creating YouTube shorts, editing them uh, and doing it a little bit more seriously and really preparing my podcast episodes properly. I mean, I've made so many mistakes along the way, so many basic errors, right, uh, from really not even knowing. I don't even have the basics of running a, using a DSLR. Dude, I didn't even know how to switch it on. That's how bad it was. But over some time, I began to understand, doing research, learning, and I'm getting a little better, I have to say, at understanding even the ISO aperture and, and, and shutter speed triangle a little better. I'm starting to dabble in the lights now, which is quite exciting. And, you know, it's not James Cameron or, you know, really Scott or anything like that. But, you know, it'll do. Now, the second thing that I'm working on are workshops. Like uh, earlier on, I mentioned, right, that I thought, hey, who'd want to listen to me? Who would want this information that I have? I thought it's kind of second nature. But then I also thought to myself, when I, this is what I tell other people. You're so good at what you do that you think because it's second nature and that's why you think that everybody knows it. But the truth of the matter is that you have so much knowledge to share. Just put it out there. And I never applied it to myself. So I put myself out there in person and in cyberspace. I've made those YouTube shorts. And I've also done a podcasting workshop. So if anybody would like a podcasting workshop for their business, let me know. Uh, just head on to the website or email me. You know, you know where to find me. Okay. And I'm also using that feedback to determine what's more valuable to a customer and why. You know, you don't just put yourself out there, or at least something I, I realized for myself is I shouldn't just put things out there because I like it. I need to get some data back to determine which tips are more valuable and why. Some of them may seem very surface level to me, but yet people don't understand. Like that video that I put out about USB microphones or choosing the kind of microphones. People don't know about that. But yet to me, it's like, oh, I naturally went down that rabbit hole of trying to understand the differences between condenser and dynamic microphones, even though I kind of messed up that video a little bit, but that's fine. Now, the last thing is networking. Now, shouldn't I and couldn't I just rely on my existing network that I built over that whole decade, you know, of, of my professional career? Yeah, I could have, right? But again, they weren't the right market for my business. A lot of them were not business owners. A lot of them were not project directors. A lot of them are sales managers and marketing guys. Okay, the marketing people are good. The HR people are good. But are they the decision makers? Not necessarily. I needed to go and find some more. I have to start over. One of the questions that I heard during a talk recently, uh, actually, was for new businesses. How long did it take for you to get your first contract? Not the one that you gave a discount to or you're asking a friend, hey, help me out here, blah, blah, blah. It's the one that you went, this is my set price that I set from the beginning and this person is going to give me that amount of money and sign off on that contract 
as agreed upon with no questions asked, full belief in your credibility, in your, in your product, in your service, and in you. How long would that take? In my heart, I, I, I really thought that, you know, I'd clinch uh, the big one in three months' time. Some of you are probably like shaking your head right now and going, Edric, you're an idiot. You're so naive and so foolish to think that. And I agree, looking back now. Now, I'm going to tell you what the speaker said. The speaker said, a year or so. So I, I'm going to just, you know, look at the glass half full uh, and say a year and ignore the or so part of things. Okay, it took him a whole year and he stuck to his guns doing it the way he wanted to. Now, this is where it got really interesting for me because it's not about waiting it out and doing your due diligence of finding customers. Those That's important. But most importantly, it's so that he could set the standard that he wanted for and from his clients. Now, I love that bit of information and that, that piece of wisdom so much because as a business owner, I don't think we can bend over backwards for everybody. There has to be some sort of professional integrity in what you believe in and what you can accept. So I love that, you know, that he could set the standard for what he wanted for and from his clients. And in order for me to do that, I have to keep pitching and getting all those no's along the way and increasing those numbers and the frequency of contact. So networking is important in order for me to achieve that first major contract. So to summarize, um, really the purpose of evolving um, in my mind is really to keep getting better not at not just at what you do but learning who to do it with find that that creates your ecosystem if you're a solopreneur you know where to do it when to do it and this is super important to me right and i'm going to do another session on this which is doubling down on why you do it i i want to i want to share a little bit more in another episode with you on Inside Edition about why I'm really believing in the podcasting space and, and why I do this. I'll share this in another episode of Inside Edition. But until then, continue to listen and continue to challenge yourself and evolve. I'll see you on the other side, man. Okay, take care.